Hello there guys, it is your host of the Football Takeover Podcast. I'm here with a special episode today and I hope you guys enjoy. Alright, hey there guys, it is Kyle here. We are back with a very special episode. Uh, this is probably the person who got me into podcasting is actually here today. So um, I'd like to give a special shout out to Next Gen Podcast. Oh, is that my cue to join in now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Yes, hello. Thank you, Kyle, Caleb. Thank you for having me on. Um, happy to be here. And um, I really appreciate you saying that I was part of your inspirations in starting podcasting. Sadly, I don't really do podcasting anymore. But you know what? If at least I inspired one or two people. You know, I'm doing something right when I was doing it. Yeah, I mean, it was back in like 2018, 2019. Yeah, it was, it was a long time ago. It was definitely, I think it was a couple of years ago. But yeah, now I've made my transition into just making YouTube content. And you know what? I haven't looked back one bit. You know what? We might get there once I'm out of college. Yeah, Kyle, you should invite me to England. Caleb, good luck. Hey, I, I, all I'll say is Next Gen was in Arsenal All or Nothing, if I remember correctly. That is correct. That is not oh, a myth. That is a were. true story. It's real. You and I saw you were so happy about that. Anyone I was just really surprised in all honesty. I didn't think I didn't even think of it. Never even crossed my mind that I would be an all or nothing. Even though I all the goals when I went to the Arsenal Manchester City game were all celebrated in the corner that I was sitting at. It didn't even dawn upon me, like, oh yeah, maybe I could have been an all or nothing. And then I saw ML the MLS UK show posted that tweet. I was like, well, hey, there you go. Because I hadn't even watched it yet. So I was super far behind. I've been super busy. <laughs> and and then I was like, oh, yeah, All or Nothing's been out for like the past week. And then the new batch of episodes, I was in that one. That must have been a cool moment. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so we, he's not even an Arsenal fan or a City fan, and he's been in All or Nothing. <laughs> it's just the luck of the draw. And he's been on AFTV. That one was on purpose for sure. That was that was a that was a great cameo though. <laughs> yeah, that that is fantastic. I respect the MLS. Uh, the Seattle Sounders. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't support Arsenal nor Manchester City, uh, so you know, I just decided that day to go to that game with my Sounders kit because I did bring it. It wasn't necessarily planned. That whole uh, interaction with Robbie. And the Arsenal fan TV moment that everyone, not everyone, but some people have seen definitely in the Seattle area has been mentioned to me many times now, start of this uh, Seattle Sounder season when I do go to games. But yeah, I, I mean, I got the opportunity to get on it and I was like, well, if I'm going to do something, I got to do something a little bit memorable. And, you know, we've heard people chat a lot of, you know, I don't know if this is, can be PG 13 or not, but people have chat a lot of shit on Arsenal fan TV. So I was like, okay, let's go with yeah. that a different angle. And let's, let's bring MLS into this because at the time the world cup draw still hadn't happened, but definitely if I knew that England were going to be in the same group as Iran, I would have for sure maybe said something along those lines as well, which would have been even, I think as funny as well, but I went with the Sounders approach. And to be fair, I wasn't wrong. I think Arsenal, are not better than the Sounders because one team's a Champions League winner and the other is still seeking that chlorophyll, amazing trophy that they cannot win. Yes. That's right. The best club in the world. 
Oh, Spurs? Yeah, I know. No, Kale. He's talking about Seattle here. Oh. <laughs> well. So you're a Chelsea fan, though, right? Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> to a certain degree, yes, I'm a Chelsea fan, but I've kind of gravitated away from Premier League football, European football, a lot more. And my main focus has now been like MLS. And then in regards to international football with CONCACAF and the Iranian national team, because that's where I have closer ties to, to be fair, because I'm Iranian, you know, obviously I live in Seattle, so I I have more of that connection, but obviously Chelsea helped inspire me to get into the sport when I watched them when I was a lot younger, as for most people, that is normally the case because it's the higher level uh, soccer football. And so... Yes, I am a Chelsea fan, but I'm not as invested as I have been from years past. Fair enough, fair enough. Now, Kyle, who does that sound like? I don't want to name names. Because you know it's me. (laughs) Yes. When I started watching, I was a lot more invested than I am now. I was totally not going to name drop Jordan. (laughs) Well, yeah, Um, I, I mean, I completely get it. I mean, I was the same way. I mean, when I started watching, obviously I've been a crew fan beforehand, but I was a lot more invested into the Premier League side of things than MLS. But as I've gotten older, I've decided it's more of like a support your local kind of thing. And I know people over there don't like that very much, but it's just been kind of how I am these past few years now. It's an interesting double standard they have because people make fun of supporting your local team or supporting an MLS team. Cause we're going to use that as the example. But then when you like boast about it and you talk about it, like, Oh, this is my club and whatnot. It's like, Oh, you're just kind of like, you're a stupid yank. You know, MLS is bad, this and that. And then if you do not support your local MLS team, then you're kind of like, Oh, you're just a bandwagon. You don't even support your local. So there's like, there's literally no winning. Obviously I would advise just support your local team because I think, I think MLS is beautiful as is. And definitely, I mean, it makes sense. Everyone obviously starts like the Premier League, Bundesliga, Serie A, whatever, X, Y, or Z, because it's the higher level. But then when you find out about like who's your local club and all that, then obviously you'll gravitate towards that. But, you know, everyone's a little bit different in their path of, you know, becoming a fan of the sport. I think for me, it actually started off a completely different way than you guys. Oh, I think I started off as a crew fan, and then, like, Caleb knows this, I gradually just, like, fell off around, like, a long time ago. And then the Prem got me back in to it and all of that. And then now I'm a bigger crew fan than I was, I don't know, two years ago. Well, that's good. You made the right choice in life, I think. That's right. That's right. Which is also the reason I have Caleb now is that crew fan connection. More of an MLS buffer if you will. Yeah, okay. <laughs> hey, you've admitted it your, you've admitted that yourself on the pod before. You know that. That uh, you're the bigger MLS fan? Yeah. Yes, that's a known fact. <laughs> also um, big in MLS history as well. So, yeah, that's why I have you on here and not me. <laughs> so, um I believe it was like the day of the MLS Cup final or like a couple weeks before. I actually DM'd you on my personal. This is after like the original talking between us. And we did a score prediction for the 2020 MLS Cup final. Okay. I'm not sure if you remember this at all. I probably don't. Fair enough. This was 2020. 
So um, I let try me not pull... to remember many things from 2020. Yeah, that's understandable. Yeah, that's been very fair enough. Feel that? If I can. All right, let me attempt to find it. He's digging through the archives. Yeah. Well, as he's talking, um, next gen. If you remember correctly, uh, last year I believe when Seattle came to uh, LDC, we did a uh, score prediction, and I was actually right. Two no one sound. I was. Oh I was yeah, like, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's because I was surprised. I was like, "Oh, why are you going against your team?" I was like, right. "I was like, well, you know, what? fair enough." That yeah, was a good game. It was. Yeah, it was unfortunate for the Columbus crew, but obviously it was great for the Sounders. Obviously, different times than what we live in now for the Sounders. And for yeah, the well, I'd, well, yeah, in a positive way, I guess. Yeah, in a positive. We've each gone our different ways. Yeah, and I don't like it. It's not good for us. Hey, you won CCL. That's true. That's great. We're, I don't know how long we're going to keep talking about us winning CCL. It's time for us to actually win games <laughs> in real life at the current present time of day. I mean, fair enough. I have yours up. So you were predicting 1-0 Columbus. And this wow. is for the MLS Cup final? Yes. I mean, I wasn't wrong. Columbus did win. Columbus maybe did had win. too much faith in our defense. Yeah, and then Lucas tearing it apart. Ooh. Don't feel too bad. You're not the only team that's happened to. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I, it just, I think the thing that frustrates me the most is because the next year Columbus were just terrible. Yeah, like, they I mean, really didn't back it up. No, we were awful. That was the year that hurt. It was, it was just last year, Kyle. It wasn't like it was like 30 years ago. It was just last year. It was 30 years ago in his head at this point. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I've moved on to the happier times of Kucho. That's fair. That's a great signing, by the way. I think that was the best signing in the window. Really? Him or oh, uh, Poo, Pooj. Ricky Buk. Oh, Obviously, I mean, Ricky won't be a guy that gets like big numbers in the league, but... He's a defensive he, midfielder. Yeah, 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 but uh, but I think in regards to that signing going down in the history of MLS, I think it will because if he has a good impact, it will pave a path for Spanish players to come to MLS hopefully. But Cucho, though, on the other hand, will just be a smash hit. Like I don't, I instantly knew as soon as Columbus made that signing, I was like, well, goddamn, they've got themselves a gem. Because in a recent video I did with Danny T Radio, I discussed how he's that perfect gel of a player that has European experience but is coming to MLS. That's wanting to prove a point. He's not a super big name superstar, but you know, the fair soccer football fan will know, oh, Cucho Hernandez, he was at Watt for last year, chipped in like five, six goals. He was decent. He could definitely do bits in the MLS, similarly to Giovinco. And then obviously, I mean, Cucho Hernandez is living proof of that. He's done better than Insigne. Well, yeah, that's not a shocker, though. He's <laughs> done better than no seconds. Actually, yeah, because with Insigne, there's just too much pressure for him. It's like, what do you say? Like, you're gonna expect one guy to get your team from last place to a playoff spot? It's literally impossible. I also feel like MLS is trying, like, when he first signed, MLS was trying too hard to make him the face of the league. Yeah, so I that, that too. He had all the pressure from like the MLS commissioners, like, you need to be the face of our league. And I think now it's more shifted on to Gareth Bale than anything. Yeah. 
That's true. It's just shifted on LAFC, I think, completely. But yeah, I think Insigne's been fine, and I think he will be perfectly great following next year. It's just too much to ask for the guy coming at the end of his season. So this guy needed, like, this is his break right now. So basically he's doing overtime, and he's expecting to take a team that has been terrible and get them into a playoff spot. And that's too, like, no one can do that. If Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo, like, it's just not going to, even if they came in, that's just not going to happen. So... He will be fine next year once he gets the full break, a preseason, and this like you actually know what this Toronto team's all about because there's been so much chopping and changing with that team. Hopefully they're trash. Has the most potential in terms of the next year. With all this their Bernadette. I think they sent Bernadette key, right, Caleb? Yeah. <sighs> He's been better than good been signing. Yeah. I don't know. bernadeschi has been better than Insigne anyway. Thus far, he has. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like yeah. It's like not even close, actually. Okay. I'll believe you. Um, like even statistically, it shows like Bernadeschi's just been better. I don't. know. It's not that I pay attention to Toronto. It's just I see the stats in it. Can you stop trying to sound British for one episode? I okay. Listen. Kyle, I, it's just part of my vocabulary now, okay? I'm telling you. <laughs> He's trying I've... to expand his horizons. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Don't be a hater, Kyle. Come on now. I'm sorry. I had to do it. <laughs> Adopt the accepting lifestyle. Anyways. <laughs> that got philosophical. I apologize. <laughs> There's been more philosophical chats in MLS group chats. I'd put money on it. Sorry? There's been more philosophical in our group chat field. Oh, probably, yeah. Anyways. So, um, next gen. Um, so, preparing for the World Cup, Iran got rid of their, um, manager, right? Well, yes and no. Huh? So, the story behind that is uh how would i explain this well so the iranian footballing federation came uh, one of the departments where it came to a decision okay i think it's time for us to relieve dragon skocic's duties with the team the reports came out that they were going to sack him official publications and whatnot i believe said that obviously i even posted about it turns out they had a meeting with him he was never even sacked it was just likely it was going to happen, and they just decided to stick with him. We don't know if he will be the coach. Give it six more days. The the presidential, the IFF, Iranian Footballing Federation election for who's going to be the new president will be will happen in six days. Whoever the winner is of that, we will have a clear telling tale of who will be the head coach at that point. But up to this point, I I don't have an answer for anyone about that. Oh, I didn't see any of that i just saw that he wasn't gonna be a manager yeah same thing and i thought coming up on a world cup that's like the worst idea you can do is get rid of your manager i mean but there's nothing you can do when he's lost the dressing room so it's kind of like they well, have to do I didn't it know i that. think yeah. i also didn't know that that's why you guys should be watching next generation of football on youtube and that's a good point some videos a- then you would have known that's true yeah, I have to figure out how to watch them more. <laughs> I I watch I watch the occasional episode once a week. 
I wish I could. I wish I uploaded once a week. So I wish I oh, would no, be the I'll case. go back in time and watch some too. Ooh. There you go. That's what I like to hear. I wish I uploaded too. We were we were supposed to do it twice a week, innit? Yeah, now that fell through. Now we're lucky to do once a week. Hey, hey at least, one at is least better than none. That is true. That's true. That is true. We we've been getting better at it. We got worse at it. We actually got worse at it. You're right. Yeah. But I think it's just because of school. Yeah. I'm so young. But yeah. So, how long did it take for you to really get into like doing this type of thing? Uh, well, when growing up. I think deep down, I always wanted to make some sort of content. Obviously, we all started with the likes of like KSI and watching like FIFA videos. And then I kind of fell in love with the stuff Jimmy Conrad was doing with Kick TV, which I don't know if people will remember much of that. And then obviously, there's like Adrian from Rabona TV and then X, Y, and Z. And so I feel like there's always a missing gap in audience for the MLS, talking about the Iranian national team and you know, I mean, obviously right now there's the Golbazan podcast, which is a totally dedicated podcast to the Iranian national team. They probably have one of the best coverages about it. But for me, it was it was too like too professional. And I don't I don't think there's nothing wrong with professionalism. I just like ha- having a little bit of fun with it and, you know, making it a little bit more funny, having more of my opinion on it. Again, not to say they don't. I just like doing it in a different style. And so I always wanted to kind of be a voice and an opinion for MLS for the Sounders, for the Iranian national team, because those are like those were my passions growing up. And you know, and I don't know. I just started the podcast, and then you know what? Uh, from then on, I didn't really look back. I transitioned from podcasting to YouTube, and yeah, that's about it. People said I, I mean, I like talking about the sport quite a bit, and I watch it quite a bit. So my, why I might as well not make a platform to talk about it with. Fair enough. <laughs> Excuse me while I die real quick. Oh. I just had lime cucumber Gatorade. Not lime prime? No. I looked in the fridge next to me and I saw a drink and I tried it and it tastes horrible. Lime cucumber? Yeah. That can't be good. Do you want me to bring you some? No, God, please. No, don't. I'll I'll mail some to Seattle too. I'm okay. I could just buy some if I really wanted it. That's true. You don't want it. Let me save. Yeah, let me there just you save you this trip if to the store. If you know score. the answer, then don't sweat it. <laughs> That's um, right. I'm like running. Out. I have. I think I texted you a list of things that we we're going to talk about, and I probably only touched on one of them. Knowing me. Okay. This, this is. is a first... Yes. Thank hey, you. So, um, with Seattle's slump, what really happened between it? Because they were doing so good, and then they just, like, fell off, right? I mean, I don't think Seattle have been good all season. I think, obviously, we saw the majority of the best football they played this year during that CCL campaign. The fact is, they just dumped all their basket into that, and I mean, for granted, for how bad the Sounders have been, they're literally still in contention for a playoff spot, which is very surprising to me. 
And I think the slump comes down to the team needs a proper rebuild, somewhat injuries and somewhat Brian. So there's like, if you were to look at it in a pie chart, you know, we see uh, a little bit of Brian's fall with lack of rotation. We see a piece of it with not many, literally no signings over the summer window. And then we see a piece of it is, if we knew we were going to dump all our baskets into CCO, why don't you buy more depth in the squad? So I think all those culminated into why we're in a slump now because there's a big lack of creativity and there just needs to be a rebuild in this team. And hopefully if we can just make play at this point, I just want to see the Sounders make the playoffs. Will they make a deep run? It is very 50 50 and I'm leaning even more towards maybe 30 70 in regards to them doing well, if they make the playoffs, but at least keep that streak going. And then hopefully they look themselves in the mirror and be like, you know what? Uh, there is a deep rebuild that needs to happen. And I think Nicholas Ladero is one of the guys that may need to go because he has been fairly bad. And he's supposed to be someone that's supposed to be really good in this team. And maybe even Jordan Morris. I don't know. It's kind of just all up in the air. Um, if I'm just going to change the subject really quick. <laughs> okay, Caleb. Um, crew two have just clinched playoffs as we speak. So that's awesome for, uh, crew fans everywhere. Anyway, sorry about that. Uh, just need to throw that in here sometime. Um, I mean, yeah, it makes sense in everything that like a key player. Do you think that would have to come in forms of like a signing? I mean, I think Rui Diaz is a really good player. I think Jordan Morris can be a really good player, but he's way too one-dimensional. I think Nico's still a good player. It's just you can tell that he's just not the guy from 2019, like or 2020. You could say too, because I guess he technically had a good year, but I I don't really put too much stock into that 2020 season too too much. So I think there was a lot of anomalies, but maybe I think we do need to buy somebody. And it's also very frustrating. I know it's not in the brand of the Seattle Sounders, but to see like. The likes of Toronto FC buying Insigne, Bernadeschi, uh, Columbus Crew buying Cucho Hernandez, LA Galaxy buying Ricky Puig, and um, who else? LAFC buying Gareth Bale and Giorgio Chiellini. Well, the Sounders didn't buy anybody, and it's not like this is not a desirable place, and it's not a desirable team. It's just, I guess maybe it's not within our budget. I don't know, but as a fan, it's just frustrating, and I think definitely a rebuild of some sort uh, – of keeping, I think for sure you probably should keep Raul Rui Diaz, but you find a suitable backup because we know he's going to get hurt two to three times in the season. That's the only problem. So, yeah, that's just what I would say. Yeah, because like I when I watched the occasional Sounders game once twice a year, as without Rui Diaz, and it's just there's nothing up top, is what I can tell. Yeah, Rui Diaz is basically the whole Sounders offense. Caleb, are you back? I am back. Did you see the news? Did I see? No. Crew 2 have clinched playoffs. Oh, that's wonderful. Yes. It's not just lovely. Oh, my. Hey, four of them are for me. <laughs> um, is there anything else we need? Is there anything you have to ask me and Caleb or anything? 
Not on the top of my head. I didn't think I needed to come in with questions, to be honest. No, you're. We've had a couple of like, the guest ask us a question. No, Marco was the guest, and he asked us a question. Yeah, but we didn't ask him to ask us a question. Yeah, I said, do you have anything for us? Oh, like whatever. My signing off speech. Well, um, Caleb, do you have anything else to ask him? I do not. Thank you again for your time, Next Gen. Um, lovely to talk to you about Seattle and um, everything that's going on. Yeah, of course. No, I appreciate you guys having me on and letting me come on your guys' page and making this happen. And make sure if you're listening to this, you are subscribed and to show complete love to Kyle and Caleb. Uh, let me just subscribe on my odd account real quick for you right now. Caleb, you do the same thing. I will. Uh, hold on. Next gen pop. 3,000 subs? Okay. He's got I mean, quite the pay. That's not bad. I will leave this on when I go to sleep tonight so you can get all the views. That's great. That's, those are things we like to hear. <laughs> well, thank you again. And have a good your night. I'm like here. Yeah. I appreciate it, guys. Yeah, I hope you'll have a good one. Thank you. See ya. Thank you. All right, thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Football Taylor Podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed. Have a wonderful day.